I don't like milk tea. I can't see the appeal. But everyone seems to love it. It's everywhere, from fancy coffee shop type setups to small booths on a sidewalk. Join me today as we talk with someone who was at the early stages of the milk tea business boom in Davao City. Welcome to Monkey Business. Together, let's find out how a business is like and does the milk tea shop's name have to always be a pun? Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Monkey Business. I am your host, Mong Sarona. In this podcast, we will explore the world of businesses in Davao City. Join me as we talk to different business owners around the city, learning the whys, the whos, the what-ifs, and their hopes and dreams. <laughs> My first guest used to own a milk tea shop. Yes, past tense. And we'll get to learn why that is. Let's welcome Kiara. Hi, my name is Kiara and I used to be the owner of the now deceased Tiamo. Hello, Kiara. Nice to meet you. So, for the benefit of the audience and my benefit as well, because personally, I am not really a big fan of milk tea. Let's answer the question first. What is a milk tea? Milk tea is a tea-based drink and basically you add milk and you add sweeteners and flavoring to make it interesting. Then you put in lots of ice and then you shake, shake, shake. And then it's milk tea. So basically it's, a, it's an alternative to coffee. All right. Um, but I usually notice... Um, why do these milk tea businesses always, uh, it's, it's a pun, you know, um, there's always a play on words and you should always include tea on the name of your store. So um, is, that, is that a requirement or something? I honestly don't know. But I think in the beginning, um, a lot of people used puns so that they could insert the word tea because it was important to identify that your brand or that your business was uh, all about milk tea. So um, if you don't put tea, so some people will ask, or what are you selling? So if you put cafe, they will think you're just selling coffee. So, uh, most of the tea shop businesses, I think, in the beginning, they would add tea so that the consumer would know that their product was primarily milk tea. But now, I don't know. Maybe it's just for fun. Or maybe people think it's, it's the common practice in, in, or it's the rule when you open a tea shop. So I'm not sure anymore. Fair enough. So what was the spark that made you interested in starting a milk tea business? Mm, uh, we started the business because originally we wanted to open a coffee shop. But at that time, it was, I think, 2012 or 2013 or a bit earlier. So at that time, there were so many coffee shops in Davao already. Like very, um, like every month, maybe a new coffee shop would open up in Davao. So that's what we wanted. We also wanted to open up a coffee shop. But then we realized that, you know, if we wanted to be different or we, we wanted to offer something new, then we 
we couldn't be just another coffee shop. So instead of focusing on coffee, we decided to offer milk tea instead. And at that time, uh, milk tea was already starting to uh, become really popular in Manila. So we had this idea that we would introduce milk tea in Davao instead, but in a coffee shop feel, but milk tea product. Okay, so it's a coffee shop, but instead of serving coffee, then you're serving milk tea. All right. Now, let's move on to the challenges. What about the challenges of running this business? Uh, well, first of all, we were young and stupid. <laughs> um, of course, we didn't have a lot of experience because we were still, my sister and I were still relatively young uh, at that time. So we did not have a lot of experience in business. So we made a lot of mistakes along the way. But of course, it was a learning process. But um, I think other than that, the challenge specific to the milk tea business at that time was that um, the target market of milk tea is predominantly college students or young adults, like very early uh, 20s. So they don't like to spend that much with milk tea, but they want to spend all day in the coffee shop. So uh, that's a very big weakness because they would spend so little, but they would make use of your overhead costs the whole day. So that contributes to loss. And um, with milk tea, you, you can set a big margin because, of course, you have, there, there is a cap as to the pricing, again, because of, the, because of your target market. Maybe at that time, they, you, they wouldn't be willing to spend more than 100 pesos for milk tea. But of course, today it's 2021. Things are different. Um, but seven, eight years ago, people did not want to spend on milk tea. For maybe 95 pesos was already very expensive for milk tea at that time. So that was a big challenge because um, it was maintaining the costs mainly. And then um, second was the location. At that time, uh, our location was in along Chongko Street. Um, today, if you go to Chongko, it's so busy and there's so many food establishments there. And it's walking distance from other restaurants or um, coffee shops or dessert shops or wherever. But at that time in 2012, 2013, Chongko was not, was not known for... Um, food establishments and then we opened the shop there so it was kind of obscure it was an obscure location so um, that also did not help although uh, to be fair there were a lot of loyal customers who would come to us or who would visit the shop even if we were kind of far off and then um, you had to have a car or if you rode the jeepney you would have to you could only I think it was route 8 that was the only jeepney you could you could ride so that you could um you could visit the coffee shop so it wasn't that accessible like maybe as opposed to a um a tea shop that's inside the mall so when you're inside the mall so it's very easy the foot traffic is very high the exposure is very high but along chongko in 2012-2013 it's not the case so i think that was a, that was another challenge to pull people in to the store uh, on a regular basis. Okay, so you've made a reference and uh, talked quite a lot about um, this kind of difference. You know, you mentioned um, 
it's probably different now than it was before 2012 2013 so uh i just like to make a follow-up and ask um what what makes 2021 different so uh what would make this year more viable to have this kind of business I think milk tea is different in 2021 because the market is bigger and there are more people who love to drink milk tea on a daily basis compared to 8 to 10 years ago. Um, there were some people who still associated tea with cha'a or salabat and they were unwilling to try milk tea. They didn't understand drinking tea for fun or uh, as a lifestyle thing before but today it's very well accepted and it's across the board people know what milk tea is and that it's like coffee already everybody knows what it is and it's readily available at the mall there are like five types or five brands of milk tea available at one time so there are so many options already so um 2021 the milk tea market in Davao is already very big and maybe saturated already because you can find milk tea everywhere even at the very weird corners of the street you can find milk tea so it's quite saturated already and um you can you can also see that because if you let's say you decide to open a milk tea shop today there are suppliers who will provide you with everything with every every kind of material that you will need so that your operations will be very simplified so everything is instant already so that's an indication that the market is already very saturated so te amo is long gone and um you've had a good run for two years and it's been a while since uh you've owned and ran this business so if you can still remember what are your takeaways? What were the things that you learned from running this business? My learnings? Uh, well, I think the first thing, the most important thing that I learned was sometimes it's really about timing. So we started the business in 10 years, almost 10 years ago. So it was too early because, but again, to be fair, people still remember what the AMO is and where the AMO was. Um, but at, it was early because for the specific setup that we wanted, that we wanted it to have a coffee shop vibe, but the product is mainly milk tea. So I think for that specific structure, for that specific um, model, uh, we were too early. And, um... The second thing is, even if you're too early, you should be willing to stick it out. And in, in my case, I was not willing to stick it out. <laughs> I, was, I was young and I, was, uh, I wanted to try other things also. So uh, I think that was uh, one of the learning points also that um, if you want to really stay in business, then you have to really be willing to stick it out. Even if the business is not doing so well, not yet. You have to be at least uh, willing to stick it out at least maybe two years, maybe three years before you decide. But for us, we made it to more than two years. And then at that point, we were, again, we were really young. Then, you know, we got bored with the business and we wanted to do something else. We wanted to try other things. And then that's why my sister 
Uh, she focused on the baking side. Lastly, of course, in business, um, it's 99.99999% hard work. And I think that it's important to point out that people who want to go into business today in Davao City, you are so much luckier because more Davaoenos are willing to spend their money. Um, especially now during COVID, so people are more willing to, uh, they can spend their money on um, cinemas or going out or traveling or going uh, shopping, some mall. So most people are spending their money on food or online shopping. So um, for people who want to go into business now in Davao, you're very lucky because people are willing to spend and they have the money to spend. Um, because 10 years ago, so many Davaoenos were still very reluctant to try new things or to be a consistent buyer of something because Davaoenos can be quite kuripot, diba? Or we can be very value-driven. But now people are more comfortable to um, make lifestyle purchases. So it's, I don't know if it's a good time to go into business, but it's a better time than before. I think uh, what strikes me most about the lessons that you have expressed is, you know, the willingness to stick it out or as what other people would say, stick to itiveness. I don't like that word at all, but um, it's a nice word. I like saying it because it refers to the ability to just stay the course and to work hard, and to not expect instant success or instant growth, but to go through things, and then eventually everything will pay off, and then you'll get there. So, it was nice to talk to you, Kiara. I learned a lot, and I hope our listeners learned a lot as well. Thank you for your time, Kiara. See you around. Yeah, I hope I shared something valuable to your listeners. And thanks for having me, Mong. Thank you for joining me in this episode of Monkey Business. I hope you learned a lot as much as I did. I am Mong Sarona, your host and entrepreneurial layman. See you next time.